0: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
1: ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. Were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website At Beatitudeschurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.
0: Our time of reflection this morning is to celebrate, to remember, and to sit in the difficult times that are associated with Black History Month. History is a way for us to not only just remember and reflect on the past, but it really is a tool in which we can use to open our eyes today to better understand how we got to where we are and perhaps even to see into the future of where we might be going. And reflections are not only meant for us to sit and remember and to reflect, but it really is about learning how to be uncomfortable in those really, really difficult moments. And Black History Month is not just a celebration of the black experience. It is also, as a white person, a reflection on our complicity in the horrors and the terrors of that black experience here in the United States. Did you know that between 1882 and 1968, 3,446 black people were lynched? I want you to reflect on that. 3,446 people were torn from their families, torn from their homes, and murdered while others watched. Black Americans are only 13% of the population, but tend to be murdered by the police at twice the rate than any other social construct of race has been murdered. And 33% of our prison population are represented by blacks here in America. And last summer, a white man kneeled on the neck of a black man for 8 minutes and 46 seconds while the world watched. I don't give you these statistics to make you feel fragile, to make you feel guilty, to make you feel complicit. I give you these statistics because times of reflection are exactly that, us sitting in the uncomfortable, learning how to heal. As white Christians or as folks who identify as practicing Christianity, we have a direct role in the black experience. And so too does the black experience have a role in our lives. Because as we remember this Lenten season, we are all connected So I encourage you to go out to your web browser, search for all of the amazing things that black Americans have contributed to society, such as air conditioning, something we need and desire here in Arizona, but also to reflect on those hard moments. And even now, maybe even just hitting pause, taking a couple breaths in, Imagining what it would be like to not breathe as you're calling out for your mother for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And then exhale. And then go change the world.
1: Today's scripture speaks to the idea of liberation and following the golden rule. As you listen I invite you to reflect on what these two verses might have in common. The first is from Exodus 14, verses 19 to 23. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt. And Israel throughout the night the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side so neither went near the other all night long then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land the waters were divided And the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left side. The Egyptians pursued them, and all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. Our second verse is from Matthew, chapter 22, verses 36 to 40. Teacher, I believe both passages remind us of the power of unity and love to overcome obstacles and division. Now apply that to the Black Lives Matter movement that's sweeping the nation and see what can be.
2: Good morning. Let us pray. Still speaking, God. Be with us this morning as we celebrate the liberation of all your children and as we seek to find truth and light in your holy word. Amen. Today we honor Black History Month and the liberation of all peoples everywhere and in all time. We are asked in Deuteronomy to remember how each of us we're slaves in Egypt, and how God saved us. Now Moses, the liberator of the Israelites, was not a particularly nice person. For instance, he was a murderer and a fugitive from justice. And when God spoke to him and told him to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go, Moses said no, no, no. No. He Then he offered excuses and tried to slip off the hick, hook five times. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't recommend turning down a direct command from the Old Testament God even once. Not surprisingly, God prevailed, and Moses went. Ultimately, the Israelites of Egypt were freed. After wandering in the wilderness, where it must have seemed like forever, they finally crossed the Jordan River and arrived at the Promised Land. The slaves in America, who were able to escape or run away from their bondage, crossed the river too, the Ohio River, Missouri rivers. From there, they reached the comparatively safety of the northern states or of Canada. God used water as an instrument of liberation. The reading of Exodus of the slaves out of Egypt call us each to become participants in God's work of overturning oppression, speaking out against injustice, and bringing healing and reconciliation to every aspect of God's creation. So while the Exodus story resounds with d- divine action, it also highlights the necessity of human action for the mission of liberation. God partners with us today and always in speaking about out against inju- injustice. The history of American slavery shapes and touches the life of every African American and ultimately every one of us as Americans. The painful history of changes how all of us must hear and understand the Exodus story. African Americans' history of struggle also creates for all of us solidarity with those who suffered under slavery. And so today the question becomes, why why do we continue to treat our African-American brothers and sisters as if their liberation never came? Why do we imprison them in the 17th century when they were cruelly brought and bought and sold? The time has come to recognize the humanity in each person as a child of God. Jesus told us, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest commandment, he said, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now Princeton scholar Lisa Bowens writes, Israel's groans and the groans of the African-American ancestors and God's response to these cries of agony allow us to remember that while it may seem like justice is never going to happen, but God's time is not our time, and our own impatience will not make it change come any faster. And that change, my friends, is huge. In 1980, white Americans comprised almost 80% of the national population, with black residents accounting for about 11%. Since then, the black and other ethnic groups' population have continued to grow, while the white population has fallen. To 10%. It now looks like the current census will be the first since the census of the year 1790 when the white population did not grow. But we, as whites, are so cushioned and encircled in our whiteness that we don't yet notice this coming change or the oppression with which we are comfortable. For instance, if you've reached the age, like me, when you read the obituaries in the paper, you may have noticed that they are all white people. That does not mean that black people don't die, nor does it mean that they have no white friends. Take a look at the current presidential administration for a picture, a picture of what is coming to our population mix. Though the upcoming changes, we are called to recognize all people as children of God and to stand firm with our support and care. Today, In that same tradition of the water of liberation, we are called to be the body of Christ in the world. Christian mystic Teresa of Avila voiced the responsibility of all Christians to be representatives of Christ's love in the world when she wrote, in the 14th century, Christ has no body but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks with compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Christ has no body on earth but yours. And the mission of Christ on earth is to set All people free from fear, despair, loneliness, and death, and to send us forth in love and service to each other. The liberation message of God's love through Christ is free will, love, and the promise of life in God eternally. It is with this love and with this covenant that we go forth each day to serve others, to speak of justice, and to act in compassion and forgiveness. It is the liberating love of God that freely and unconditionally offers us hope, forgiveness, healing, and salvation. Glory be to God. Amen and amen.
1: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online-giving Beatitudes Radio Empowering People to Enrich Society